Welcome to Angel Impact, the official podcast of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. Episode 8, Overview of the Strategy and Appeal of Angel Investing, Part 2. Hi, my name is Aaron Marks, and um, I'm, I'm here to welcome you to uh, this segment of Angel Impact, which is the official investment podcast of the WRBA. And the WRBA stands for Wisconsin River Business Angels, and that's Central Wisconsin's only angel investing group. And I'm here with the leadership of the WRBA. And uh, I have Jeff Ebel, who's the president. Hi, Jeff. Uh, hey, Jeff, can you say hello again? Hi, Aaron. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we have Leon Ostrowski, who's the chair. Hi, Leon. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, this is part two of a, a short series, which is a high-level view of angel investing and angel investing strategy. And, uh, you know, kind of right at the end of the last episode, we thought it might be just about right to to cut that, make that its own episode, and then pick up uh, in this episode with with some related topics. And so, um, the last episode largely uh, focused on the difference between uh, debt financing of a business and equity financing of a business. And so, if if that's something you don't understand, um, we recommend you go back and listen to that episode. Um, and then and then we talked about you know the kind of a cycle of business investment and where different kinds of equity investment uh, you know kind of find their home in that cycle. So those are really important topics to understand. Um, today, we're going to get a little bit more granularly into um, the nature of angel investing, talk about some of the strategy and uh, some of the appeal. So I think what, what we'd like to start with um, is the general strategy of angel investing. You know, uh, how, do, how do Jeff and Leon guide their investors and what do they recommend um, it, to, uh, to be a, a productive and successful angel investor? So whoever wants to pick up with that, I know you have a lot to say about it. I'll start it out, uh, Aaron. One of the things we experienced with our first angel group that I started in the early 2000 uh, timeframe, we found that a lot of investors had set aside a certain amount of money. We would typically recommend that they set 10 to 15% of their net worth available for this type of angel investing. And what we found is they did that. So they ended up with a size of money, which would say $100,000 to $150,000 of for every million dollars of net worth. So what they ended up doing, instead of putting that into a variety of projects, we would typically say 10 to 15 projects, which would be about $10,000 a piece for every million dollars of net worth. These people ended up spending too much money in too few projects. So they ended up not building a portfolio of 10 to 15 projects. They ended up blowing their total allocation with maybe uh, three to five projects. And what happens there, if you hit it big, you're great. But if you don't hit it big, you end up not looking very good on your investment. So you got to have the portfolio approach if you want to take that project and get the returns of, uh, oh, I say 25%, which is not uncommon for angel investing is a typical one for the national average. We think what we're doing with our due diligence and other things, we can increase that amount. But I really want to focus on the importance of helping the investor make some decisions to their benefit. And they also want to invest that money for typically uh, three to five years. But what we find out is when they invest that money with that discipline over many projects, they end up putting uh, across the board. But we try to say, okay, if they're not doing good, let's get out of them early. Maybe we're on the shorter two, three, 
time period. But what we also find is when the project is going real good, instead of getting out at five to seven years, we typically find a lot of the investors want to hang in there and run for 10 years, maybe even longer. That's where you get your home runs because that's a project that's going good. You have your initial investment there and that's where you can get the 10 to 20 to 30 times your investment on. And that's where the average comes in that you end up with this pretty high, nice return on your portfolio. So that's the type of uh, process and what we would like to help guide our investors and uh, let them make their own decisions on yeah. what they want to invest in. Yeah. Great, great. Uh, and Jeff, um, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about, unless you have anything to add to it, to what Leon said there, uh, maybe you could talk about what's the appeal of angel investing? What do angel investors tend to really enjoy about the process of angel investing? It's interesting. Uh, the angel investors typically have different reasons for getting involved, but there are some common interests that they all share. I was new to the angel investing environment uh, five or six years ago when Leon and I first started working together. So it was very interesting to me and I had my own preconceptions about this industry. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised at the level of, of passion, interest and genuine concern that the angel investors have for entrepreneurs and for these young businesses. They're very approachable. They're, I didn't find any big egos that we ever had to deal with, although most of the investors we have are very well off and they probably had <laughs> reasons that they could be uh, egotistical, but they didn't show that at all. Matter of fact, they were uh, very concerned about the, the companies that they work with, about the entrepreneurs, and they were uh, putting in a lot more than just money to make sure that they would succeed. So I think the uh, the one thing they have in common is they love the passion and the excitement of startup businesses. A lot of them have been involved with it in the past. I had my own business and there is absolutely uh, something about uh, the enthusiasm and the ener energy and just starting something new. Uh, and I love that feeling. I love working with people that feel that way. And we've talked to a lot of investors. We were just interviewing someone yesterday that said the same thing, just loves to be around entrepreneurs because they're passionate, they're exciting, uh, and they love what they do. Uh, and you'll find that the investors that hang with them also enjoy that about them. They enjoy that about the, uh, the whole environment of, of investing, angel investing and entrepreneurship. So that, I think more than anything, I think that's the one common thread that they have. Uh, the other thing, obviously they, they have been successful in their own rights. Most of these uh, investors have had their own businesses and have been quite successful at it. And they wanna return that. They wanna do something for other people. They wanna share their experience and their wealth, the, what they have accumulated, but they also, they're, they're not uh, throwing it away. It's not, uh, I, you know, they're not giving their money away. They expect something in return. They want a reasonable return on their investment and for the risks that they're taking. Uh, and I think that they all have that in common as well. Uh, but they do like to be involved. They like to be engaged. They like to know these people. They like to work with them. They like to share their expertise, their knowledge, their skill set. And, you know, just that involvement, I think, is uh, is very rewarding for for most of the entrepreneurs that are the uh, investors that I've worked with. 
Yeah. I think you find also the group decision ends up providing a much clearer picture of the opportunity than any one individual's perception of that opportunity. For example, their background and experience will identify weaknesses or strengths in that company's activity in a certain specific area. Maybe technology, maybe management, maybe marketing, etc. But collectively, everybody has a little different view of that. And we got to get back to the entrepreneur to say, do you know the answer to their question or not? And we dig into that. And if the answer is no, then we are looking very closely at them to say, are they appropriate to invest in? Because they may be not willing to take advice, which is bad. But on the other hand, if they say, wow, I never thought that's fantastic. Most of them understand that they have limited knowledge. So they try to use these investors to fill those blank spots. And therefore those investors end up advising them or being on their board of directors. So they are taking an active role and they really like to see their money go to developing the community and the jobs in the area. That's important to many of these people, but they also want to return because they're accepting a high level of risk. They should get a higher level of return. And with angel investing, they do providing you play the portfolio approach. And, and you mentioned something too, that uh, uh, everyone hears and sees uh, things differently based on their expertise, their experience, life's experience. And boy, I, I noticed that when we uh, are listening to a pitch from an entrepreneur and afterwards we get together and we start, you know, we, discuss what we've heard and it's amazing and i think leon and i do a pretty good job of of uh, you know the due diligence understanding these companies doing the research and understanding where they're coming from but it never fails that there are multiple people out there that either present questions or perspectives that we completely miss so the the more eyes the more ears you have evaluating these companies the more thorough that evaluation is going to be and the better the chance of, of that that investment succeeding. And there's another dimension that the angel investors like. It's not anything we said so far. It's really their camaraderie, their social interaction with the other angel investors. They have an opportunity to do that with angel investing where that is less likely with the other types of investing, uh, venture, capital, private equity, and the family offices. And I think as they're uh, doing that work and as the economy opens up, there'll be more interactions and they say, how do you do that? Well, we get together and have lunch in a presentation or we'll have dinner in some presentation. So we can try to work this in with their schedule so it, it fits with their limited time. And of course, we always wanna do the work of checking out the, the detail nitty gritty, take that off their backs and on the very end, get it stuff ready for tax purposes. And then the final, selling of the company to work through the dynamics of that so they can return the money, reinvest it, or share part of it with us, which they uh, they agree to do. So that's how we get paid. Yeah, yeah. And that that kind of segued uh, you know very nicely into you know just a lot of the benefits of um, uh, of doing angel investing with a group and then uh, doing an angel doing angel investing with uh, with this group in particular. And um, I hope that uh, you know I hope listeners Sorry, got a little chaos in my room, but um, I, I hope listeners can uh, can tell that angel investing is a, a very special kind of investing, and that the, the WRBA is a very special place uh, to do angel investing. Um, I, I think, though, I, I think uh, you both summed that up very, very well. Um, and 
I, I'm wondering if any of you, or if either of you have any any last thoughts that you'd like to leave us with before we uh, we close today. Uh, other than <laughs> uh, the longer I'm in it, the more I enjoy it. I, yeah. I love working with these companies. I yeah. love the the energy again. So I I, I get to the excitement of of angel investing. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. yeah, and I would say if you're new to angel investing or are an angel investor and you want to consider our group, get in touch with Jeff or myself. Go to our website and uh, look at the information there and call us and we can set up a nice discussion to see where you are, what information you need, and let's get you involved and on board and participating in this exciting activity. Yeah, and I, and I just want to stress um, how, I'm not sure if this was in this one or the last one, but uh, you know, one of the themes came up that um, angel investors are very, they're very approachable. And, and I've certainly found that to be true with, uh, with both Jeff, both Jeff and Leon, um, you know, very approachable, very warm, uh, just, you know, very inviting. And uh, I, I think, um, you know, passionate about uh, economic vitality and development. And that's really, you know, something we all have a place in. And so, you know, I certainly feel that with both of them. Well, I, I really appreciate uh, uh, this time together, Jeff and Leon, uh, to talk about, you uh, the nature and the strategy um, uh, uh, of, of, and the benefits of angel investing and particularly doing it with uh, the Wisconsin River Business Angels. So my name is Aaron Marks uh, and this has been Angel Impact, which is the official investing podcast of the WRBA and the Wisconsin River Business Angels is Central Wisconsin's only angel investment group. And I'm here with Jeff Ebel, who's the president and Leanna Strowski, who's the chair. And we'll see you on the next episode of Angel Impact. So long, everyone. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Angel Impact, the official podcast of the Wisconsin River Business Angels. To learn more about the Wisconsin River Business Angels, visit the website at www.midwestwealthventures.com or find us on Facebook. <laughs>